Good day and welcome to the final Christmas edition of the podcast, Where Will You Go? My name is Tom Smart and I'm the worship minister here at First Baptist Church, Tullahoma. Today we're joined with our discipleship and administration minister, Andy Stallings. Over the last couple of weeks, we have been looking at one of our favorite Christmas traditions, lighting of the Advent candles. At First Baptist Church, Tullahoma, we read a scripture passage during our call to worship and light one candle. The purpose of these episodes is to dive a little deeper into the passages read on Sunday morning. There are five candles with the last one ending on Christmas Eve. The prophecy candle, the Bethlehem candle, the shepherd candle, candle, the angel candle, and the Christ candle. Hello, Andy. How are you today? I'm good. How are you, Tom? Good. So we're just kind of like, this this is the the last one. Um, It's around Christmas Eve, um, and we are really anticipating um, Christmas Day, the birth of our Savior. Yes. So we wanted to talk about the Christ candle, and I'll just let you take it away from here. Okay, sure, sure. You know, uh, we've talked before about how uh, looking back through the history of the the, uh, the wreath of candles, the the purpose of them, and, and um, <clears throat> where they came from, the Lutheran Church, you know, it's an educational piece. It's to, rem- to remind everybody, but also to help everyone to focus on uh, what's coming, you know, the, and this is it. This is the thing that they focused on now for a month. And so uh, it's beautiful to go back and, and look at, you know, some of these origins. The first wreath was actually a wagon wheel. And uh, the the the, uh, the pastor there takes all these little white candles and he puts it all around the outside of the mm-hmm. of the wagon wheel and then toward the center he takes these four candles the fifth of course being the Christ candle yeah, yeah. and all these these little white candles out here he lights as he teaches the children in the church about uh, the different nuances and details associated with the prophecy in Bethlehem shepherd and angels and it's just a beautiful picture as we're working toward the center and the center of course is the Christ candle. The promise fulfilled. This is this goes all the way back to Isaiah. You know where we we, we see, and I love. By the way, I love the Alleluia chorus. If I don't hear that at Christmas, it's just not Christmas. You know, or it's not Christmas until I hear that. But uh, in the Alleluia chorus, you know, we're we're reminded of this great Isaiah passage uh, that we are unto us is is given this child, this son, and that is so intimate and so personal that God would make such a great sacrifice for us out of His love for us. But that son is the Prince of Peace. That son is, is the one who comes to reconcile us to God and to give us peace with God. And when we have peace with God, we have peace in other areas of our life, all other areas of our lives, in fact. It also says that uh, in, in that Isaiah passage that he is the mighty God, that uh, the one that you, have aw- that, that you have been waiting for, the one who has now come, is the mighty God, the one who is suitable, a suitable sacrifice, the one who is in control of all things, the one who is pure and perfect and mighty to change your life. So it's a beautiful picture, and it's what again, it's what everything has been building to to this point. This promise fulfilled, but I love that God uses something familiar to us to sort of bring it all together. I mean, what I mean, it sounds a little odd, but what I mean by that is He uses the government. I mean, you know, every, everywhere you live, there's a government. Somebody's mm-hmm. in control. Somebody's sure. making decisions for folks, and he uses the government and government processes to bring all this to to fruition. To to say, okay, I tell you what, even the government, you 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 folks can't miss this either. Um, Caesar Augustus issues this decree. There's going to be a census, and so we've got to gather all people. Why? Well, we need a count on one side, but on the other side, so that God's prophecy is fulfilled the way He said this was going to happen. It's going to happen. 
why else would, would Joseph and Mary travel to Bethlehem except that, well, we've got to go. We've got to go sign our names on the dotted line there. And so God uses all that, and he demonstrates for us, even in that, that he's in control. Mm-hmm. He's in control of our lives. He's in control of our governments. He's in charge, and he's He's always been in charge. And even when we stray from him, even when we try to make our own ways or we try to corrupt what he makes, makes beautiful and gives to us, he says, no, I'm still in charge. I'm, I'm still in control, and I will have my way, and my promises will be fulfilled, and they always have been. So here we find ourselves. We've come through, you know, four weeks. We've, we've lit these candles. We have focused our attention. It's building in anticipation to the Christ candle, and now he's arrived. The baby uh, is in the manger. He's wrapped in the, the cloths, and that confirms, you know, what we spoke about last time when we were together, when we said, you know, the shepherds were told, hey, he, how will you identify the baby? Well, he's going to be wrapped in these cloths. He's going to be laying mm-hmm. in a manger. Mm-hmm. And we see that here, and it's just it's beautiful as God is confirming all these things and how once the shepherds see this with their own eyes, they go away glorifying and praising God, mm-hmm. and they go away spreading the word. And it says that all who heard it were amazed. Well, why wouldn't you be amazed? You think about it. This is hundreds of years of prophecy that is now fulfilled. They've seen it. They've witnessed it. And it's still being fulfilled in our lives today. So what happens when we see it, when, when it is confirmed in us, when we yield to the Holy Spirit and say, okay, you know what? I'm tired of fighting with God. I'm ready to be in, in a right relationship with God. Jesus has come. Jesus has been confirmed. And in our lives, he is confirmed. So now we take that testimony forward. And it all comes back to this moment. This Christ has come. He is the, the child of God. He is the worthy sacrifice. So, you know, we ask a question every time we do this. Where will you go? But I like a second question. Not only where will you go, but what will your message be? What mm-hmm. message are you mm-hmm. carrying with you? Yeah. And it's right here. Christ has come. God sent his son Jesus to be this child, this perfect, beautiful child, to, to live a life that represents to all of us what it is to be in right relationship with God, but then he goes a step further, and he dies on the cross to pay for our sins. Mm-hmm. He settles it once for all. You know, I, I come across a lot of folks who have carried sin, uh, the memory of sin, the regret of sin, yeah, the yeah. shame of sin, for decades. Yeah, and they just can't let it da- let it go. They can't lay it down. And it's a beautiful moment when they when they finally have to answer the question. Okay, when Jesus died on the cross, did he pay for all your sins? Yes. Okay, yeah, but if he paid for all your sins, why would you carry him another moment? If he's already, you know, as far as the east is from the west, buried in the deepest part of the sea, why carry it for another moment? And it's like this burden comes off of them. Yeah. Well, here's this beautiful, this beautiful day of the year. We call it Christmas. You know, we're celebrating Christ has come. We light the Christ candle. And there's this moment there where you're reminded, you know what? God relieved me of the burden of my sin. What a beautiful moment that is. Yeah, you know, it's great to, to, to share gifts with one another. It's great to sing songs, and we all love that. But, you know, when you sit down, you get really serious about this, and you think to yourself, why did we light that Christ candle? It's to remind us that Christ came to relieve us of the burden of sin so that we might be in right relationship with God. What a beautiful thing. What a powerful thing. So he truly is mighty God, Prince of Peace. He has come to deliver on God's promise, and it is gorgeous. I just love it. You know, we, you weren't here, but when we were here with Michael, we were talking about that peace and the idea of peace with God. You know, when Adam, when Adam and Eve first sinned, they tore that peace up, mm-hmm. and they, they were covered in shame. They were covered in guilt. 
Um, and then they hid themselves. Right. And there was, there was not just, um, I'm sorry for my sin, but the, now there was like this, this, they desired sin mm-hmm. over God, over being in the presence of God. They'd rather right. be in their sin. And so there's like this war. As Paul said, there's, there's this war waged against God because we are saying we are lacking our sin greater than being in the presence of God. Because you can't be in the presence of God if you have sin. Right. You have to be sinless because God is a holy and righteous God. And so when Christ comes, he is the, he is the king of peace. You know, and he, is, he is, um, has given away because of what he would do on the cross later and through the resurrection that we can now, through Christ Jesus, have that peace with God. Mm-hmm. And that war has been defeated. Yeah. Death has been defeated. Sin has been defeated. And so we can come to Christ, or we can come to God through Christ Jesus mm-hmm. freely, and we have that peace. And that is a remarkable uh, thing that God had set in motion right. from the foundations of the earth. This yep. is not something he said, oh, what do I do now? Because they did this or that. From the foundation of earth, to bring him glory. Mm-hmm. It yes. is all to bring, because that's the chief end of us, is to bring God glory. And he does, he does that through his son, Jesus Christ, who entered himself completely and made himself lower than the angels. Yeah. You know, and then it was just like he was just, and every step he did, it was, it was, it was humility, 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 humility. Right. And to the point on the cross, naked, mm-hmm. you know. And then he gives us life, and so therefore we have that peace. And he just shows this authority, even though the world's saying he doesn't have authority. He's on the cross. He's dying. He, <laughs> he's born in this manger. He's wrapped in swaddling clothes. Not, why is he not in a robe mm-hmm. of great power and prestige, but yet God says, no, this is my plan. Yeah. And this is how I'm going to do it. And this is how I had orchestrated to happen so that I will be glorified. Yeah. And so that's pretty powerful. And just like that, that illustration you, you shared about the wheel mm-hmm. and all centers on Jesus Christ. It does. Yeah. That's the right. whole creation, everything is built upon cre- or, uh, for Jesus Christ. Yeah. And now he sits at the right hand of the father and for those who put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ, uh, there's life everlasting. That's right. And so yeah. that's, that's the Lord. he's, you know, the, the gospel is from the beginning, from the creation of time, but it's been revealed. The mystery has now been revealed mm-hmm. through Jesus Christ. And all who put their faith and hope and trust in Jesus Christ shall be saved. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful picture with Christ at the center of it. You reminded me of something in the book of John. We're told that, uh, you know, Jesus comes. And uh, it's a it's 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 chapter one, but chapter two you see immediately. Hey, the light came into the world, yeah. but the people chose darkness, and that's not the end of the story. You know, the light came into the world, the people chose the darkness, and that message of light continues to this day. And that's why we light this this candle, this Christ candle, to say, hey, folks, it still burns brightly today. It is for you. Yes. This is not an old fashioned concept. This is for you today. You can have that right relationship with God. You can have the assurance of salvation and an eternity with him. Amen. Thank you for joining us today as we dove deeper into the meaning of the Advent candle. We hope that if you do not know Jesus, that today you would. Jesus is the light of the world who has come to redeem and reconcile us back to God. All those who put their faith in Christ Jesus shall be saved. Um, Each week we have drawn closer and closer to the message of Jesus Christ through these um, 
podcast, and we thank you for spending the time with us. And we do hope that if you are not in a church, that you would find a church, a gospel, a Bible-believing church. And one of those churches I believe is very strong of that is my church, at First Baptist Church, Tullahoma. We'd love you to see you on Sunday mornings. Our services are at 10 o'clock. And if you need any directions, please visit our website at fbctullahoma.org. Um, but for now, I want to say, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Until next time, have a very, very Merry Christmas.